This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. We got a full house today. We got Devin Tejada. We got Tim Mitchell. We got three UFC events we got to cover. Oh, boy. Boys, where do you want to start? I have no notes. We talked about it. I have no notes. We can go. You want to start from Saturday to Saturday? Go 249 to Saturday? You want to start with your biggest losers, your biggest winners? What are we doing here? I got a whole list of fucking biggest losers. Well, Timmy got screwed. So if anybody doesn't know, Tim and I did a did a podcast. I have the sheet right here of my little markings. This is how I this is how I keep track of everything. And uh, the uh, your boy Brian Petrie won by nine seven. Uh, Tim got screwed on a few of these decisions. Could have went either way. Let's start there because Anakin Florian covered it. <laughs> I had no problem with the Song Yudong decision. Or the Claudia Gadela decision. The only decision I had a problem with is the Dan Ige. I thought Edson won. Um, I mean, and I'm biased, of course, but right. man, Marlon Vera, I felt like he definitely, like, I think it came down to the the second round. I believe that was the closest one. Um, and David, that verdict that you sent over was that was that for? Uh, Yudong, Song, and Vera, or is that for another fight? That was that was. I'll read it to you right now. That's from Verdict. Um, they they do like a global scorecard thing. Yeah. Um, fucking. Let me grab it real quick for you. I think it would have been Angela Hill fight actually. Probably. I think I did send you for the Angela Hill. Um, but let me read the global scorecard. I know they posted it. They had to have. Um. So. Song won the first, and then um, Vera won three and four on the global scorecard. I, what I don't like about Verdict is they don't round, so you know the judges only score, you know, one through ten. Yeah, you know, eight being the lowest you can do. Verdict takes a number, takes a number, and then you know gathers all the information and then makes the number. So it's like nine point six eight for the first round for Song, you know, versus nine point three six for for Cheeto. And I think that they should just round up and make them, you know, 10-8, 10-9, the way that we would score them. But um, still, Vera inched him out with a uh, – he got a 29 even, and then uh, Song Yudong was 28.08. So that's what the global scorecard was. I I agree with both of you guys. I think Song was the harder puncher, but I think Vera had more output, and he had – little more cage control and i think he you know had more the, the grappling advances i i'm on the fence with who won that fight um it was I, tough regardless. I mean i don't think it was a robbery by any means no. i mean the way that the fights you guys are talking about it when you guys picked them everything was so fucking close and the fights were just as close as the yeah. as the betting lines were yeah it could have went either way in this car like this was a really tough car that's why usually i spread my bets around usually i i, I paint the board a little bit try to hit you know it's like battleship Try to try to hit as many as you can, um, but I was so confident by Aza. I'm telling you guys, when he got rocked by Matt Brown, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I thought Song won. I thought Vera. I think Vera's been a little bit of a crybaby bitch lately. I don't know. I think he's a very talented guy. Um, I I underrate him. I've said it on the podcast. He's just not one of my guys I really root for. I would love to see O'Malley get a hold of him. I would love to see a lot of people get a hold of him because I don't think he's all. That, he thinks he's better than what he is. The fight with Song was, was kind of weird. Um, yeah, I had it for Song, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have thrown a fit of him with the other way. 
I really thought Edson won. I really thought Edson beat Ige. I thought yeah. he fucked him up the first two rounds, and, and Ige had a really good third round. Uh, but the third, every round was close. It wasn't like either guy pulled away. Um, but obviously, Edson almost finished him in the first round. He dropped him, almost finished him on the ground. So obviously, that was a big first round. Um, and then Claudia, I just, I don't know. I like Angela Hill. I, I picked Claudia to win. I didn't bet that fight. I just thought Claudia was like controlled it more, you know, and I thought it was very, very close. Again, one of the decisions I wouldn't cry about if, if someone lost or won or whatever. Um, Angela Hill's retweeting everybody saying that she won. I understand yeah. that she's trying to, she's trying to up her Good game, her. trying to get, trying to get that out there. That's fine. She's not going to appeal the loss. Edson's managers are appealing loss, which I think is a little kind of a bitch move. Um, but Dana White said he thought Claudia won, and he thought Edson won. Dana White and I kind of saw it the same. Um, but props to Dan Ige. No one really had him. He was a small underdog, which was a shocker. I picked him just to go opposite Tim, but I really didn't think he was going to win. I didn't bet him. He that was his best power, performance. Yeah. yeah. That was his best performance by far. By far. He looked so good. Um, he says that nobody can beat him in the third round, and he usually is a slow starter, and that's why I was like, oh, Edson's going to TKO him because Edson, you know, He's, he comes out hot. He throws hard leg kicks. He, you know, he didn't yeah. kick much, and I think he that's didn't. where he fucked up. He didn't mm-hmm. kick a lot. He kicked a lot, maybe towards the end. Ige was yeah. leg was red a little bit, but I felt like if he would have had more of that, there was a couple bodies that knee to the body fucking almost crippled him. I don't know how he came back from that. That's tough shit, dude. Like getting hit to the body good is is so hard to come back from. I mean, some of the toughest guys in the sport can't do it, and he came back from a big body shot. Ige impressed me. Ige did impress me. I don't know how well he's gonna do with the elite elite at one forty five. Like, you put him in there with, I mean, God, I can't think of someone on the top of my head. Name of 45. Him and Ortega would be a great fight. Him and Brian Ortega. He called out out Korean Zombie. I think Korean Zombie fucks him up. That's what he said. Yeah. He he said he wanted to fight the uh, the Korean Zombies. Um, Yeah, he called out like three people, but then in the the presser, the post-fight presser, he called out Zombie like, no, I think that's the guy I want. I think the Zombie fucks him up, though. I think Korean Zombie will fuck him up, but I think a dude like Brian Ortega that'll yeah. that is not the most polished striker, but is tough as fuck, will try to bang with Ige, and I, I think that'd be a great. I mean, they're they're pretty far apart in the rankings, but right. I think that they're both um, they're both just tough as fuck, and I think that those dudes are just. I think that'd make a great fight between those guys. Right. Um, for Edson, I don't know how Edson's gonna do at one forty five if he's not if he's if he's having wars with number fifteen. I don't know what his aspirations are to drop down and cut that extra weight. It has to be for the title. Why would you want to you kill know, yourself? Go ahead. Tim. I you know feel like there, there, like the difference between number the fifteenth guy and like the eighth guy. Like I don't see Yair Rodriguez like crippling either of these dudes. No. You know what I'm saying? He's no. he's probably top ten after yeah because he, he just beat Jeremy Stevens, so um, he's definitely top ten. And I don't see him running through Barboza or Ige. Um, I don't see zombie. I mean, maybe zombie. Zombie. Zombie's a different. Calvin different Cater will probably fuck Edson up, dude. Cater, sure. Yeah. Cater's, like, Cater's, Cater's gonna fuck a lot of people up. Josh Emmett. Like, I think Josh Emmett will turn off fucking Edson's lights. See, I'm a I little. Think, I think Josh uh, Josh Emmett's a little overrated for me. I don't know why. I'm not like a fan of him. So Yair Rodriguez, Tim is five. So he's really high. Oh yeah, and I agree with you. I don't think Yair runs through Edson. I think he has a problem with Edson. Edson, uh, my biggest thing was was the weight cut. He has no body fat, right? And apparently, yeah, his last I fight at one fifty five, he was coming in the fight week at like one fifty eight. Like he was cutting no weight. I don't know where the weight goes. I have no idea. But uh, I thought he looked pretty good. He took punches well. He, he looked bad. He got slept by Steven. So you're always worried about that chin, shy. huh? Because he got the third round. He didn't throw one wheel kick. 
No, he didn't. Yeah, he he his, he kept his kicks kind of under control. I was. He seemed a little. He seemed like he was fighting after the first round where Ige. Well, that's not true because he he hit him with a body. Try to finish too. Yeah, Ige I don't know. It's hard. I I think Maybe. Edson thought he won, and obviously he 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 threw a fit. They're gonna appeal it, all that shit. Uh, Ige cracks right, but Ige didn't really wobble him or hurt him with anything. Um, it was a really good fight. I mean, every fight in this card besides Jocko was awesome. Like every awesome. fight, top to bottom, was a fucking sick fight. Um, I, I was really happy I, with this fight. I think, dude, I'm trying to remember that, but I, I thought Eric, Eric Anders won. Right, a lot of people. Yeah, that was a really close fight. I had, obviously had Jocko winning. Um, it was weird. Like Anders, in, I thought if Anders, he obviously was trying to clinch him, push him against the cage, do a lot of that work, which is fine. But I felt like his hands were working too. So open up your hands. Jocko was countering really well, but if Anders oh, opened up his hands, up against the cage yeah, and, and then you yeah. can't, Jocko is good takedown defense. So give up the takedown, work your hands, get him against the cage, then break off, do the same thing over and over again. If that's your game plan, he kept trying singles and doubles. I remember Bisbing was calling him out on it. Like he had a double and then he would go to a single, which is how he might finish his takedown, but it just wasn't working. Um, yeah. Jocko, I was worried about gassing. He's gassed before. He uh, he looked pretty good. He didn't look great again, but. I mean, feed him to, like, Jack Hermanson, I think, uh, a Chris Weidman who needs a win. That would be good for him. That's his third in a row at 185. I mean, uh, Anders, again, this guy's going to be active. He'll fight fucking next week probably. You know, yeah. he, he's he's a dog. I mean, um, he's a little slow for the division. I think he needs to – he's obviously working on his kicks. He kept trying to throw a kick, a one-two and a kick if when um, the Joker – or, excuse me, Jocko slid away a little bit. But uh, he needs to work on his skills. But he's always going to be a gamer. He's always going to be in there. I mean, he's coming off two finishes, so – Fuck, but that was the only fight that was a little boring. A lot of controversy. I saw a lot of people thought Anders won. I saw a lot of people thought Jocko won. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, but let's get to the main event because, it. listen, Alistair Overeem decides to have a fucking chin for the first time Thanks, yeah. and fucking <laughs> stops Walt Harris, which you got to feel so bad. But, I mean, dude, Alistair has been slapped by a lot of people, right? He yeah. fucking took everything. And I thought when he was on his back and Walt was hitting him with the left on the ground, I'm like, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Walt was my final leg in the parlay. I'm standing up going, it's over. And Mike fucking Alistair decides to not have to show up with a oh. goddamn chin. Dude. He was like, you could tell though, he, he started to shell up and I didn't see him. I didn't see him go limp. He just shelled up yeah. and he was just waiting for that moment to burst and push off and stand up. And the second he stood up, I, I told myself he blew his load. Yeah, I go. Yeah. Walt's gonna get well, Walt and I told myself when Walt. Would. I don't know his weights. I don't follow Walt that much. He looked when he, chubby when he walked in the cage. He was really big. He looked really chubby. And mm-hmm. then they said he had to cut weight. I'm like, oh shit. And then I know he's going through stuff with his daughter and stuff. He said that he's been drinking a lot, but yeah, he didn't look in the best shape. Overeem looked good. Overeem's arms look big. Yeah. Obviously, he's not Uberim anymore. He got off the sauce, but uh, he didn't gas. <laughs> you know, his grappling. He's, he's very heavy pressure when he gets on top of you. But the best thing he did, he's on the ground covering up. I'm like, it's over, it's over. And then Overlean jumped up, grabbed a single leg. I'm like, wait, what? Overeen, yeah. Overeen surviving? Look at first. Yeah. He went for a heel. Yeah, and right. And uh, I think Walt kind of freaked out. I was like, oh, shit. And then that's when Overeen grabbed the single leg. But yeah. Yeah, dude. I, was, yeah, I got fucked up with money on that, man. That was the last leg of my parlay, too. Ah. Like, on my DraftKings, I had uh, Walt and, like, my MVP. And I'm just like, yes, yeah, first round knockout. That's so yeah. many fucking points. Like, Oh, dude, I was upset, man. Yeah, he's gonna have problems though. If he if if that's if that's what he's bringing to the table, 
anyone above Overeem is going to give him a lot of problems. He can hit, yeah. he can hit hard, but he doesn't have that. Francis, he has really fast hands. Yeah. He might have one of, the, he probably has a fa- might have the fastest hands in that division, or at least top three. He's got yeah. real fast hands, but he doesn't have that like you know nuclear power like Francis to where he can he can go and blow his load in the first round because that's all he needs to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to have problems like he, he's going to have problems against a lot of guys like. Curtis Blades and those well, dudes. Had problems. Well, you yeah, know, he, he has. He, he lost. Oh, uh, uh, fucking Wardoom took him down and submitted him like the first round, like he was a white belt. Like it wasn't even <laughs> close. And I was like, I remember Walt was a huge underdog in that. I, I took a shot on him because I'm like, oh, he'll clip Wardoom. And Wardoom literally took him down like he took was would take me down and submitted me. I'm like, Walt Harris, you gotta have some kind of ground game, bro. But he doesn't. He's just a big, powerful guy who has really fast hands. He'll explode on you quick. But if you don't get out of there, I just spit all over my computer screen. That's how excited I am. Uh, but if you don't get him, if he doesn't get you out of there, it's fucking over. You know what I mean? It's over for him, I mean, because he's gonna yeah. gas. But he did look really chubby. I don't want to talk too much shit about him because he's going through a lot. I, hopefully, he bounces back quick. There's a million guys he can fight at heavyweight. The first name that popped in my head, which you're not gonna worry about takedowns, is Greg Hardy. I think Greg Hardy coming off a big win, him and Walt Harris could be big. If you want to promote Greg Hardy. He'd be the real yeah. bad guy. He'd the have real to be the bad, bad guy. guy. He's gotta villain. be the bad guy. This is a guy yeah. who's beat women, beating up a guy who just lost his daughter. That's Dude. ultimate bad guy. And if you want to promote Greg, I mean, Greg's not going to go for a fucking takedown. They're going to stand yeah. and bang. They're going to fucking throw down. That's or the Augusto first thing Sakai. I thought of. Is Walter. I thought of Augusto Sakai. Yeah, Sakai could be good. Yeah, yeah. I just... I just thought of a guy who, because they're pushing, Greg, they're pushing Greg, right? And what is Walt? Is Walt ranked even? No. Yeah, like eight. I think he's eight. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. Walt he's Harris is eight. He's nine now. He got leaped by oh, Overeem. So Overeem. Yeah, the division is trash. Yeah, Overeem's eight now. Walt's nine. So Overeem leaped them. So yeah, they're they're pushing Greg oh, Hardy. Give him a, give him a top ten. No, no, I think I think Overeem was already eight. Was he already eight? So they haven't. I'm on UFC's eight. website now. That I guess they haven't updated. <laughs> He goes to five now. He goes to five. Okay, that's that's what they were talking about. But gotcha. yeah, because yeah. well, Olenek beat Werdum, and he's ten. He should he should maybe go up. Greg Hardy is not in the top fifteen. I figured he might crack the top fifteen. There's a lot of guys at uh, at heavyweight that that uh, Greg Hardy could fight. A lot of people are wanting Overeem to fight Derek Lewis, which I think would be interesting. That'd be an interesting fight. Yeah. A lot of us a good matchmaking by Twitter, and yeah. I I still think that's Greg Hardy fight. Greg Hardy versus Bogloy would be good. Greg Hardy mm-hmm. versus Walt was the first thing that came to my mind. But, yeah, the, the heavyweight, they're trash. I mean, they're literally getting guys off the street. Derek Lewis is the most overrated fighter in the history of the UFC. He's there so bad. There's a, take, there's a take right there. I like his yeah, Twitter I'm, game. I'm I, yeah, I'm, I'm not a – a lot of my buddies who are very, very casuals, um, they love Derek Lewis. Like, He's so funny. I, he's like one of the only yeah. guys I follow. It's like, cool, yeah. go watch the Nagani fight and tell me how great he is. And he won that fight. Yeah, he, yeah, he won. Yeah, because Nagani <laughs> had like a brain, I, brain damage. He wants to fight Greg Hardy, Derek Lewis. He said, "I want, I want to beat up a woman. I want to beat up the woman beater." Yeah. So I'm, I would watch that fight. Honestly, yeah. I think, I think Derek Lewis will lose right up to the last minute and probably like finish him or some shit in typical fashion. Right, I'd yeah. be into watching that. Yeah, Derek Lewis <laughs> is five though, and they're, I mean, Overeem gets paid a lot of money. He made like nine hundred k. So they're going to push Overeem before they push that. But, yeah, I mean, any of those fights would be interesting. I just want to see Greg Hardy get in there with, like, a real deal top dude. I mean, Jorgen was an up-and-comer, but, I mean, he shit the bed. That was bullshit. He shit the bed on that one. Jorgen. And his foot's not even broken, by the way. If I could suck his dick a little bit. He showed great patience in that fight. 
He showed, yeah, good, listen, like, he, he showed improvement for sure. But yeah. I got Jorgen didn't break his foot, which even hurts my, his stock even more. Everyone thought his foot was shattered. So he stopped fighting. His foot's not even fucking broken. He was getting the better of exchanges, hitting Greg with power. And I think when he realized that Greg Hardy wasn't going to stop when he hit him with a couple power shots yeah. and he got hit with some power shots, I think he was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to exchange with this dude on him anymore. He's bigger right. than me. Um, I didn't like getting hit like that. Right. He, yeah. He, you know. he took a shot and kind of shelled up. All right. So are we, are we done with this card? Miguel Baez versus, was Matt Brown. Uh, I got to talk about on. that. Well, go ahead. What's up? Side of the night. Which one? Darren, fucking Nate, Nate Linware. Oh, <laughs> my boy, Nate the Train. Nate the Train. You guys yeah, hate him. Bitch. How do you hate him? <laughs> yeah, he's fucking he's not good. <laughs> because he's not he's good. He's the greatest, dude. He said he said something. I just saw a clip. It was on MMA Fighting. I forget what it was. He said something like he proved that he was one of the best 145ers in the world. I'm like, buddy, you're one on one UFC and you beat Darren Elkins, who's like 50. Like, you look good, right? It was bloody and whatever, but you didn't show, like, anything for me to be like, oh, this dude deserves so-and-so, right? Um, I mean, And you got knocked out in your debut. So I, I think the guy is hilarious. I think the dude, this dude had dreadlocks had or braids or, or cornrows or whatever, started yeah. losing his hair, and so he had to have that horrible haircut that he rocked on fight night, and oh, he's, he's crazy. I try to find Tim this clip. That's right. I remember that last podcast you said he's like the fucking Tennessee Mike Perry. Well, he's like Mike Perry mixed with 3-6 Mafia because he's from Tennessee. So he's got that 3-6 swang to him. Little White. Yeah. Little White. Little White. White. Yeah. Yeah, This dude's like Little White's cousin. He's he's crazy. But, like, listen, he went to Russian and beat some Russians. So, like, there's not many Americans that that do that. Usually, you know, they go to Bellator first or whatever. Um, I, yeah, I mean, he, he looked good. It was, it was a good fight. I, I thought fight night was Baeza Brown. I thought that fight was sick. That was a good fight. I, I know it didn't yeah. last long. It only went yeah, a round and a half, but that first round, dude, Baeza yeah, getting his fucking mouthpiece knocked out. Big old, the immortal Matt Brown. Then Matt like, Brown gets hurt. How did Matt Brown not finish him, dude? It's crazy. I don't that know. That kid was fucking out. Out. Legs, yeah. jelly. I thought Matt Brown. I mean, and then Matt started clinching and throwing those elbows that he does. I thought mm-hmm. it was over. Like, I literally could It was like a scary movie. I couldn't watch. I'm like, are you oh, fucking kidding me? Get him up against the cage, and he'd start, like, patting his right hand like he's about to throw an overhand. Right. He just never threw it. Never he'd, did. like, throw a short little elbow, but yeah. he wasn't throwing his patented, you know, heavy elbow or even a, a overhand right. I was like, dude, that – you had that shit won. That so the, only, the only fight I went back and watched from this Saturday is I usually don't rewatch events until ways away because they're kind of glued in my mind. I re, re back and watch that. Matt Brown should have won the first, should have finished in the first round. It's crazy he yeah. didn't. Baez showed a lot of heart. But then the second round, that counter left hook that basically knocked Matt Brown out was so clean and so clean, slick. Yeah. So fast. That too, was man. so good. I mean, I screamed. I was jumping up and down. My daughter's jumping up and down with me. She doesn't even know what she's jumping up and down for. But man, it was it was crazy. I love that fight. That was can we talk about him? Because he didn't get a bonus. He deserves some shine. That was a great Who's that? Baez didn't get a bonus? No, No, Kevin Kevin Holland. Holland. Oh, Kevin Holland. Yeah, Kevin Holland called out a bunch of people. Mickey Gall, if he goes down to 70, I like that fight. I think he fucks Mickey Gall up. And then he called out Marvin Vittori too at 185. Yeah. Because he volunteered to fight Vittori on Wednesday and said, fuck it, I'm in Jacksonville, I'll go fight you. And then obviously it didn't happen. They they kept the fight that it was. That would have been a way better fight than what happened Saturday. But yeah, 
Uh, Kevin Holland's got that personality where you like you love him, you hate him, right? I thought his yeah. post fights was pretty good, right? Sometimes he annoys me, sometimes he's really good. Um, I thought he had a really good post fight speech. Yeah, he turned it down. Yeah, he and turned. Like we were talking about, like I knew this kid was more talented than uh, Hernandez. Like he's like he could, he's got a lot of potential if he just acts fucking right. If he just Right. Keeps his head in the game and doesn't show better, do anything stupid, or lose focus. The fights in the UFC that he's lost, he sh- he could have won and should have won those. Maybe besides Santos. Santos might have been a little too much for him. Took mm-hmm. down a fight on short notice. Um, and Santos grappled him. Like, Santos didn't even stand up on the one-on decision. But that was a really entertaining fight because Holland was throwing up triangles and shit. But, like, the Brendan Allen fight, like, he should have won that fight. Like, he, he yeah. just kind of gave up yeah, the grappling fought. exchanges and, and then got choked out. But, um was yeah. willing to willing to take willing to take the L. He's like, I'm gonna get my payday. I'm not. I'm. I, this is. Yeah, he just kind of like gave up. He kind of rolled over. It was right because yeah. he's got all the talent in the world. He does. He has really good he's talent. A talented kid. And I think it's obviously focus thing. He's out. He's with a good camp with that Texas camp. That safe Sayu guy. Um, yeah, but he 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 should have got some shine. You're right. He won first round knockout body shot. And then uh, yeah, so that's that card. We kind of covered everything on that card. Uh, Last one, dude. I, go ahead. I definitely think this was the best card, just as far as like from a all top to bottom, fight wise. Well, from fight wise, maybe not talent wise, but yeah. just like every fight was like, every fight was the best. And Irwin, yeah, two forty nine yeah. had the better on paper card. This card yeah. delivered more. The Wednesday card was kind of weird. I thought the main event was good. There were some other fights. We'll go to the Wednesday card now. So uh, Glover versus Anthony Smith. <laughs> boys Yikes. surprising surprising to me i uh i was all in on anthony smith here he came out guns ablaze in that first round and right after that first round i went oh boy he's gonna fucking gas because he's his pace is way too high glover the fucking old ass wiley bet just taking his shots sticking and moving mm-hmm. and then just fucking gasses anthony smith does you can't I knew be- Glover was going to win that fight. I woke up that morning and I said I, I was I was taking a dump and I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw the fight card with all the fights and I look at Glover and I go, I don't think Anthony Smith has got enough power to finish him and yeah. Glover is just such a wily tough motherfucker that if, if I think Glover had the advantage in the grappling, even though Anthony Smith's a really good grappler, I think Glover had the advantage in the grappling department and I don't know if there's a light heavyweight tougher than Glover. Like he's just a tough motherfucker. And if you don't put him out, if you don't put him out, he's, he's hard, he's hard to deal with. Like he's hard to deal with. He'll come back and he, and the old men are fucking, the old men are just fucking surging right now. Glover Glover knows how to get in shape too. Like this dude's like, I'm not going to get, this is five rounds. I'm not going to get fucking tired. Right? Like Carl Robinson, Robinson almost put Glover out. Glover came back, choked him out. Fucking, um, what's his face? The, uh, Kutilaba almost put him out. Glover came back and put, put him away. You know, I just thought Anthony Smith was going to fight a little more measured here. He was coming out. He he talks a lot. He talks a lot of big game. He says the right things, but he's not doing the right things. If you want to fight John Jones and you want to be considered with the Santoses and with the Reyes, you need to be able to go five rounds, dude. You couldn't go yeah. three. Like if this was a three round fight instead of a five round fight, you still would have gassed. That's not a top five guy in my opinion, right? And I, and, you know, and the, the the first round he was great. He was electric. He's cracking Glover. Didn't hurt Glover, but throwing that right hand could hit, hit everything, landed everything. And His then his technique he, was flawless. And then he slowed down. Per- and he started slowing fucking down. And you know, you could give the quarantine shit. You know, and he got a break in and all that. I don't fuck that. No, you were training right. in Colorado, just like all those other guys in Colorado were training. You have no excuse not to be in shape. You're going five rounds. This fight was booked in April. You knew this was happening. 
So I'm not going to give him any leeway on that. I, I was disappointed. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to start. I was buying into what he was saying. I'm not buying anymore. Right. And Glover, I mean, was that three, four fight win streak now? I mean, what do we do with this fucking guy? I think it's four, ain't it? Is four it, fight win streak. Is it four fight the win streak. Last time I remember him and losing multiple was finishes. Gusterson. Yeah, when he got TKO'd, when he got hit with the uppercut. Yep. Yeah. 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 Six uppercuts. That was yeah. bad. Oh, but then he turned around and he fucking unleashed them on Anthony Smith, those uppercuts. Yeah. That's what fucking. <laughs> His last loss was Corey Anderson by decision back in July of 2018. Then he's got okay. Carl Robeson finish. Ian Kutalaba finished Nikita Krylov by decision, and then Anthony Smith. So he's got some legit wins in there from a Corey Anderson boring ass decision. He just got wrestle fucked by Corey Anderson, which I remember, yeah. like for like two fights, he kept calling out Corey Anderson, like no, 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 fuck that, I want that one back because that guy stinks, and I can beat him. But I mean, at the guys at the at the top of two hundred five. I mean, Glover Tessera sit eight right now. I, I'm imagining so he's, he's the fifth. He's that, gonna have where, to. I remember the, the eight to five. That's who uh, they were saying that um, Tessera should move up to being ranked fifth. Right, because Smith Corey, because Smith is four. Right, so that that has to happen. I would love to see Glover versus Vulcan Ozdemir. I think that'd be interesting. I'm not yeah. interested in a Glover Gustafson rematch. Uh, Alexander Rakic, a guy who I'm real high on at, at two oh five. I don't know if it's too early or too soon. He's coming off a loss. Um, Glover fight him. Yeah, Glover. Yeah, it's not worth it. Glover wants a top five guy, and I think he deserves it. Or how about Same. a fucking Shogun Swan Song? Shogun has one more fight left. Give him and Glover in Brazil. I don't want to see him beat the fuck Smith, out of Shogun. I do. Yeah, Smith beat the shit out of Shogun, so I, I don't think I don't think he wants that fight either. Yeah, Glover will kill Shogun right now. I think I think do it in Brazil. He, he'll kill him. You know who's he'll a guy? You know who's a guy? I always I always forget. Because there's so many fucking Russians with all the kind of the same names, but Magomed Antikolayev or whatever in 205, the guy who had the fucking weird win over Ayn Kutalaba, that dude's fucking real deal. He doesn't oh, fight a lot. I'm, super I'm hope, technical. I'm hoping he gets put on Fight Island against someone in this in this top ten. He, he's he's thirteen now. Back with him, yeah, right. Kutalaba. They're supposed to run that back. Yeah, right. Kutalaba trains in America, so he could fight in America. I just don't know if we can get this Magomed guy over here with everything going on in the world. But do you see California today just said California extended their stay at home order to August. All these big companies and celebrities like, fuck you. I'm moving to Texas. They Gavin Newsom, that weirdo just came out today and said, Oh, sports can come back in June, June 1st sports. Uh, So he fucking Texas is is starting. Texas is starting back up too, man. Yeah. They're opening up everything at like 25% capacity for bars, 50% for restaurants. We're doing that. I think we're Ohio's Friday. So this past Friday was outdoor seating only and it rained all weekend. So we didn't see many people out. My buddy owns a bar in Cincinnati. He has a, he has a big patio. So he, he did really well. Um, but with the rain, like today he had a close, it's been raining all day. So he couldn't open today, but Friday it's 33% capacity at his bar. So whatever your square, yeah. So whatever your square footage is, the CDC sent you a thing saying, this is how many people you can have indoor seating eating or whatever but he has a huge patio so it hopefully it won't affect him too much but yeah, uh, we're on the same thing as yeah. far as uh i think we're, we're on the same thing as ohio yeah yeah so that that's happened on friday but yeah i think it's funny like this dude fucking backtracked like real quick because all these other states are opening arizona's wide open like they're 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 fine georgia uh my wife went to visit the parent the, the in-laws in georgia they're open they're just they're just fucking all out. I mean, it's with restrictions with mask and fucking the seating stuff and like a sit down joint like Outback Steakhouse or whatever. You have to call ahead. You can't just walk yeah. in anymore. So they have to book you. But they're all open. You know, they're open for business. 
we went to the mall the other day. There was four, four mall, four stores in the mall open. Shit. My wife wanted some shoes. So we're like, yeah, I was like, fuck it. I, it was right next to where I bought my camera. The mall here they have open and, and it's just the food court. <laughs> Only the food court. <laughs> Everything. Hey, else got the gates hey there's someone, there's someone who wrote letters and said, listen, I don't give a fuck about those stores, but if I don't have my Sabaro pizza, you better give me <laughs> yeah. my Sabaro pizza or fucking potato, whatever the express, <laughs> or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. Our mall, uh, in Cincinnati, the Kenwood mall, which is North of Cincinnati. It's like an uh, amazing mall. It's huge. They got all these fucking stores, a million stores. It's always packed. There was no one there on Sunday. And literally we were like, oh, let's go to Nordstrom to try to get these shoes. Nordstrom's close. All right, let's try to go yeah. to Macy's to get these stores. Macy's close. Huh? So Dillard's was like the only fucking store open. It's crazy. But oh, wow. we're slowly getting there, boys. We're slowly getting there. And Dana's got a plan that, you know, obviously May 30th is going to be in Vegas. And if it's not in Vegas, he's going to go to Arizona. So, mm. I don't think fights are, I mean, they just got to build these fucking cards. I mean, May 30th right now is four fights. UFC 250 is a complete dumpster fire. Yeah. So yeah, they need to talk about. Yeah. I mean, thing. yeah, let's, we'll get on that right now. Yeah. UFC 250, they have to, I think. I'm going to go take a piss. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you guys no, got it. a joke. Oh, really? Oh, like, UFC you, 250 I was about is. to make fun of your bladder because your bladder's like this. You always got to piss. Dude, just get a cup. And just piss in the cup on the stream. Who cares? Is that your piss cup? No, this is my uh, this is my uh, my drink cup. I'm ready to just walk away and. It's bad. Know. It's bad. But listen, I think what they're doing is is I think they're bearing the lead a little bit. I think there's some fights. I think Cody Asuncao is going to be on there. I think Aljamain Sterling versus Sanhagen is going to be on there. And if they can get Petrion in the country, I think Petrion Morais is going to be on there. I'm I'm so cool with that. Yeah, that, I think it's going to be like a weird mini. Main event. That's a good main card. I think it's going to be a weird mini one thirty five pound tournament. Essentially, Petrion, Petrion versus Marais, Aljamain versus Sanhagen. Winner fights each other for the belt later on down the road. Um, although Cejudo just said his managers came out and said no, he's not retired. So who the fuck knows what happened with that? I don't know. Fuck. Did they offer him his money? Did they give him his money? I doubt it. Yeah, you know, I don't I, want to see Henry keep I fighting. Care less, if being I, I would, I would, I like, I love new blood. I'm always like the new guy, right? New things come. I'll give me the new stuff, right? I'm a little fucking girl. So give me the new guys. I want to see Algerman and Corey Sanhagen. That's going to be a great fight. Striker versus yeah. grappler. Petrion versus Marais is going to be a fucking banger. There's no way that fight's going to be boring. And the winners fight each other. That'd be awesome. Like, I think it's going to be, you know, I don't know who it would be actually. I think Petro will beat Marais. I don't know who would win versus Aljo and Sanhagen. I'm high on both guys. The U.S. Huh? Are they all in the U.S.? They're yeah. all they're all in the U.S. except Yan. Yan's in Thailand, but apparently there's something on Reddit. So take this with a grain of salt. Apparently he's in Thailand training because he changed that Tiger Muay Thai. Apparently he can get here. They're gonna let him come to the states because okay. Thailand, for whatever reason, they have like no outbreaks. Probably because it's so fucking hot. I don't know. Like they're doing okay over there. But apparently they're going to let him get to the state somehow. But that's what I hear. But obviously visas and all that shit can get complicated. I don't, you know, so that's not set in stone. But uh, Marais is in Florida, San Hagen's he Colorado. With, is it? It's Mark Henry. No, he, Marais, he went. Right? He went to top team now. Oh, did he? he yeah, left, he, left he, he went because he went with Edson. Him and Edson are boys. So they both were in Jersey together. Now they're down in top team. Um, Aljo fights. Aljo's in Jersey, and he's with uh, Long Island. Uh, he he does that. Mad, whole, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah Long Island, Island. Island yeah. and then uh, and then San Hagen's with uh, uh, Evolution. So, 
in Colorado. So yeah, they're all ready to go besides Jan. Jan just has to get in the country. But I follow him on fucking social media. Dude's fucking, he's been in Thailand for months, dude. Shred it right now. Shred city he doing looks, push-ups. Yeah. Doing push-ups on the medicine balls. I watched him today doing like deep dip, like yeah. deep dip fucking he's ready push-ups. To go. With the fucking training mask on, even he if ain't he playing. even if he wasn't ready to go, he'd fight. That's how fucking that dude's fucking scary. That dude's the real dude. Okay, so back to Wednesday, real quick. So Ben Rothwell, Overstand proved that fight stunk. Got to give some yeah. shine to my boy Drew Dober. He that's another cash cow for me. He won big for sure. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of experts out there, they liked Hernandez, and I said nah. A lot of them. I said it nah. Changed my mind. Yeah, okay. yeah. You got that was Joe an Os- easy pick for me. Joe I didn't Osborne. Take that card, but that was easy. That's what I thought too. I was like, oh, this is easy. Drew Dober's gonna steamroll him, and then I'm like. Why are these people that I like fucking that I respect picking Hernandez? Am I missing something? Yeah. And then Hernandez, I mean, he had he had good pace in that first round, but then once Drew Dober found his timing and was landing those shots, I mean, it was it was a wrap. Yeah, he won none of it. He won it out earlier than he got out. Yeah, he get, he gets melted the second he gets hit with something he doesn't like. He can't be the fucking nail. Like the second he becomes a nail, he gets hit with something he doesn't like, and he's like, "I'm done." I, he starts circling out, and he just becomes real fucking vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Did it in the cowboy fight. He doesn't have enough skills yet. Like he's very athletic and he's in shape, but he doesn't have mm. enough skills yet. So let's let's match up Drew Dober, right? So he's six and one in his last seven, three fight win streak, not in the top 15 at 155. 155 is a shark tank. I'm high in this kid. I think this kid's good. I think he has obviously trains with Gaethje, has a good camp, in shape now. His ground game is a little questionable. He has been lost, he has lost by submission. But who do we like for him matching up? A lot of people were hollering out Diego Ferrara, who's number 10. Um, I, I don't hate that. I really like Islam Makachev. If Islam can get in the country, I, like I think that'd be a sick fight. That would prove a lot for Dober. I mean, you got this guy who's going to wrestle fuck you the whole time. You're in shape. You got power. Islam's been knocked out before in the UFC. I think that's good because Islam right now is like the boogeyman at 155. How, how many wins is uh, Dober having a row? Three. Three. Yeah. Three. And then he lost to Benil Darius by armbar, which was kind of – he was winning the fight, got caught. And then before that fight, he was on a three-fight win streak too. So he's six and one in his last seven. So he's, he literally has lost one fight in seven fights. Um, and the fight that he's winning, just got caught. The old, I call that the Chael Sonnen, a fight that you're winning that you got caught. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, – so Go ahead, Dev. You know, I don't – I'm looking at the rankings right now. Um and I don't know if Islam's going to be able to fight anytime soon because he's so close with Khabib. And Khabib just came out saying a bunch of his family members have tested for COVID and his right. dad's got COVID. I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll even let Islam or Khabib come around anything because that yeah. could spoil the, you know, that could spoil the party if, if, if that's, if, if, you know, mm-hmm. I just feel like that could definitely spoil the party. As far as rankings go, um, I want to see him win a fight. I don't, I, I don't, but I also think, I wish Al wasn't as high ranked as he is because Al's ranked number eight right now because I think him and Ally Quinto would be a real good fight. Would be a real um, good fight. Gillespie, I think. Gregor would be good. I mean, because Hernandez right now is at 15. Obviously, that's going to change. Yeah. Drew Dober more than likely is going to be 15 or 14, right? Islam, I feel like, hasn't fought in a while. Um, when was the last time he fought? September in Abu Dhabi, right? Or did he fight? Uh, the Poirier card. Yeah, the Poirier Khabib yeah. card. I think that was the last time he fought. So that was September. Yeah, I think so too. So I he think, fought uh, Davi Hamos. Yeah, so I think at two forty two, September seventh. Yeah, so at some point you got to fucking move on from that little fourteen that you're sitting on. Dober, Dober's been active. He wants to go again. He said, "I'll go Fight Island. I'll go June thirteenth." 
They're playing an event. He's like, I'll, I'll go wherever. I'm ready to go. Um, Gillespie would be good. That'd be a really tough fight for both guys. I feel like you got both talent, up-and-coming talent. You could derail them. I like Ali Quinta. Kevin Lee's at nine. He'll, he's out. Charles Oliveira should be higher than seven. It's a criminal that he's seven it's right now. Criminal, dude. I cannot believe. Was he won seven in a row? Seven in a row, and he's looked good doing every single one of them. Uh, you got, I mean, because you got this log jam up top, right? Like Poirier, Poirier needs to fight somebody, right? He's looking for a fight. Tony dropped. Gaethje is obviously the interim. I love my boy Connor, but when's the last time Connor fought at one fifty five? Could be even lost, right? He because he beat Cowboy at one seventy. That shouldn't account for the one fifty five pound rankings, right, dude? Connor's so, Connor's ranked in three divisions. Yeah, so he's sitting at four at lightweight. That shouldn't make any sense. You, if you're Conor McGregor, it's like the Nate Diaz effect or the Nick Diaz effect back in the day. You don't have to be ranked to get a f- title fight. You're fucking. Right. You are who you are. So he's creating that log jam up there. I mean, I would I would put uh, I put Oliveira at four. I think he's higher than Felder and Hooker. Hooker lost to Barboza. Felder uh, just lost to Hooker. Um, Oliveira, I know, has a loss to Felder, but we, we've, I think we've chatted about that in the text. I think, I think fucking Oliveira is, is the man there. I think he should, should leapfrog it. Um, but, yeah, so – but I think Drew Dober is, is supreme talent. Ricky Simone versus Ray Borg, that was actually a really good fight. Ray Borg good, showed yeah, some yeah. really good stand-up. I think they got the decision right. It was a split decision. Yeah. Simone looked big in there. Simone looked big. I mean, I know – Borg fights at 125. He's a 125er. But Ricky Simone looked thick in there. He looked like a fucking thick boy in there. Yeah. He, he, looked, he looked good. And, you know, I – that was a weird that was a weird fight because I did not think it was going to go that way at all, man. I, I really picked – I was not picking Simone to win that fight. I didn't think he was going to be – I didn't think he was going to be better in the grappling exchanges at all. And I, I really thought Borg was going to be able to out-grapple him and out-scramble him because Borg's really, really scrappy when it comes to that shit. But it was actually the other way around. Yeah. Borg yeah. showed the His best hands, hands so I've ever fast. seen him throw. So fast. Body fast to head, body hand. to head. Clean. He, yeah. He looked Clean. really good. He said it, he said it uh, on Twitter. He's like, man, I, I, my hands look good, but I, need, I guess I forgot how to wrestle or whatever. And then he said on a comment, he's like, no, Simone is just, he was just so strong. Like every mm-hmm. scramble, he was trying to use his speed or whatever. Simone was just, he's like a grizzly bear compared to him, you know? Because uh, you're right. That's how I saw the fight going. I thought Ray Borg was a really good uh, chain wrestle him and take him down and kind of maybe dominate position. Uh, I didn't know Ray Borg had hands like that. I don't think I've ever seen him really stand up. So crisp. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like really he got good. forced into it and it, he learned something new. He got forced into a, yeah. into, into what he didn't want to do. And he learned like, if he just lets his hands go, yeah. like he could be a problem. Yeah. He could be a real problem. Take maybe a quarter inch off the speed and add a little bit of power in there. And he's going to be a real problem. Cause he's so fast. You mm-hmm. can take a little off the speed to add power when you're that fucking fast. He looked good. He impressed me in the loss. He really did. Ricky Simone, again, a guy who's got, you know, he's got a great record. He got slept by uh, Uriah, which was kind of unexpected a little bit. But other than yeah. that, I mean, he's looked, he's looked pretty good in his, his last couple fights. Uh, the rest of this card was kind of weak. I mean, the only other fight Shout I really want to man. Andre Arlovsky. Okay, the only other one I want to talk about, we can talk about Arlovsky, but your boy Michael Johnson, man. Oh, God, that sucks, dude. He Michael Johnson himself. Yeah. He had the, the, Tiago Moises. He's a good guy on the ground, but he's not. I mean, trash. He's not great, right? Michael Johnson no. was st- stuffing the takedown, landing that left hand whenever he wanted, and then the dude just dove at his legs and fucking tapped him. Yeah, man, fuck? that's just sad to watch, dude. Like, it's getting late in the game for him too. Like, he's probably 33, 34. It's like and he's a 50-50 damn, fighter at this yeah. point, man. 
Like he's got a 50 50 record. I asked him, yeah. I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was on our group chat. I asked him if, if he gets cut. It's three in a row now, right? And I, I don't think he does. Yeah. Because him, I put I group him with uh Jeremy Stevens. Um Dana loves these guys mm-hmm. because one, they're always available to fight. Clearly they'll fight whoever with Michael Johnson, like, dude, you'll he's fought everybody. Um and he puts on exciting fights. Like he he looks so good. He could have finished. I think he could have finished him in the first round. He, he would get him up against the cage, and like, dude, just start exploding on him, dude. You already got him hurt. You know, just he's go to that power. Hit that next gear. Yeah, he's got mm-hmm. great power. He's got Even big when he power. Nate Diaz, him and Nate Diaz had a fucking war. He was, was a close fight. People forget like Nate. That was Nate's first fight back for a while, right? That was right mm-hmm. before the Connor fight. Nate was ripped up. Nate was like shredded yeah. that fight. It was his. It was his last fight at one fifty five. And he looked. They both looked fucking great in that fight. Like, yeah. like Michael was landing big shots on Nate. Big shots. Gaethje, dude. Yeah. He almost put Gaethje oh, out. I mean, right. he slapped yeah, Poirier. I mean, he knocked Poirier like out he, one punch. Yeah, he, he has Gaethje on skates. He finished Poirier. Like the the dude's got. Uh, I can't he, stress he enough how Tony. fucking he beat, yeah, Tony, he beat Tony. And he was dominating the Emmett fight before he got caught with that big right hand. Yeah, it's just exactly. it's he just got, yeah, slapped. Just yeah, he got fucking slapped. That's the Michael Johnson thing, man. It's just he looks so good in, in I don't know if it's mental. I can't I can't imagine it's just training. He comes with that really good camp. Something's going on though, and I and I guess it'd have to be mental. I don't know if he sees a sports psychologist or what. That could help. Some people are too prideful to do that. But I think uh, it's just fluke. Yeah, he's terribly unlucky. Could like you like MMA? He's a definition of MMA crazy <laughs> yeah, shit that happens. Like if really- you he just draws a short straw every time. That's what I feel like. It's- I, there's this kid. I just think it's bad luck. There's this kid in my middle school who was always had bad luck, and we always like, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't really. I believe in bad luck, but I'm like, pipe down, buddy. Things happen, whatever. This motherfucker was. We, we you know, we lived. The neighborhood was all by the middle school, so most of us walked home. And he walked home and got caught in a rainstorm. So he went on a tree and he got fucking struck by lightning. <laughs> I'm Did he like, die, no, he didn't yeah. die. He didn't die. He was okay, but he had oh. this weird lightning strike laughing down his leg. He knows whether he's dead. No, no, no. Or not. He, he, he's alive. He's alive. He's okay. I don't know if he's alive currently because I don't keep up with him. Probably not. But this dude had like a yeah. lightning tattoo on his leg. Like he was had a skateboard and he got under this tree and was like, I mean, he was pouring down out, and he was holding onto the tree, and the fucking tree got struck and he fucking just jolted like 15 feet back. Yeah, like about another friend of ours was there and he didn't get struck. He so I'm like, okay, so this kid has legit has bad luck. Did it blow? Did it blow the bottom of his feet off? Because uh, that's what happens to- with like major electrocutions. His toenails came off. I remember his toenails. Toenails turned black. His toenails fell off. He had that lightning tattoo, and when he got blown back, he like hurt his arm. I don't know if he broke it, but I remember him being in a sling. Yeah, and dude. his skateboard broke. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, his skateboard was probably his skateboard destroyed. Blew up, so after that, after he because he missed school for like a week, and we we heard about it, and it was on the news and shit. I'm like, oh, this guy really does have bad luck. Holy shit, yeah, that's Michael that's Johnson. Good. Michael Johnson just might have some really bad fucking luck. I think so, man. Just that what sucks. sucks. That sucks. One of my one of my friends growing up, he used to work for this uh this company that brought in like big event tents, like the giant wedding tents and shit. Him and three guys were carrying a giant wedding tent and they hit the telephone pole. And uh one of the dudes died. Two oh, shit. got electrocuted and fucked oh, up real bad, and my man. buddy just walked away like nothing happened. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. The only thing I have like that is when I was a kid, me and my buddies were trying to build a tree house and my one buddy hit this hornet's nest and they all oh, got stung shit. in the face except me. <laughs> 
So I never cheated death, but they got stung in the face by hornets, and I didn't. So I got pretty lucky there. I don't know murder what it was. hornets. Yeah, they want murder hornets. Fuck murder hornets. All right. So that's the only. It's <laughs> the only rest of this card. Like the Wednesday card was was good on paper, but it wasn't like like great great i mean there were some really good fights i mean we can shout out brian. yeah we can shout out brian keller and he had a big win had a nice little call out i think that was a smart call out by him because i think sugar sean smokes him but that was a solid call out because you gotta you yeah. know then he did the whole i want tie-dye shorts kind of played with it with the whole bryce mitchell thing so i was a good call out i'm not a huge keller her guy yeah. though i think he's very average but he showed up he showed up and showed out that hunter Zor guy a lot of people were high on him well, and, and even in the loss, that is your kid. I don't know how old he is, but that kid's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, and they kept saying how good of a wrestler he is, how good of a grappler he is. And right. he said, fuck it, dude. I'm, I'm going I'm to the wall up. boxing. Right. Um, and he looked damn good. Like, yeah. Kelleher was taking some shots. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, and I love him when it's fucking quiet and you can fucking hear it. Like, dude, every and, fighter's and, coming out and saying they love fighting when, like, Al Serving was like, dude, I loved it. Let's keep doing it. Like, every fighter's like, fuck it. I mean, well, yeah, the crowd's fans, cool, like, but. I mean, if they're getting, they're getting even Glover and fucking uh, Anthony Smith, right? If they're if they're getting paid the same, fuck it. That was hard to watch. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get booed, right? You can hear your corner very clearly. Apparently, Mm -hmm. you can hear Daniel Cormier. He's giving people advice that they can hear. Like Greg Hardy said, he heard Cormier talking about checking his leg kicks. So he's like, "Fuck it, I'll start checking these." Probably should have thought about that before you got in there, Greg. But yeah, there's two (laughs) things about that I wanted to talk about. Um, Yeah, go ahead. I think it was. uh, I guess it was, I think it was DC, but um, he was talking about how strong Ricky Simone looked, and then mm-hmm. like during the second round, while he's saying it, Ricky Simone turns and looks at him and flexes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's I like that and, shit. Um, going back to the Tony and Justin fight yeah. with um, Eddie Bravo, and he kept yelling out, uh, "What was he yelling out? Throw Some type sand. of roll? Throw sand, Amari roll, in Amari roll. roll, and then the one corner's like, give me some sand." Okay. And Tony like Eddie, threw like sand or something. Is the Amari roll what? Um, Moises- what Ryan Ryan Hall did it to BJ. Ryan Hall hit BJ Penn with the Eminari roll before he put him in a knee bar or a heel hook. Eminari roll the um, the fighter that did it was the guy that uh, uh, the trainer of the guy that did that to Anderson. Anderson got knee barred in Pride by like Rio Chonin or something, and it was Eminari mm. roll and fucking tore his knee up. His his oh, guy shit. his the master of that guy and Monari invented it or whatever, but yeah, Ryan Hall did it like Devin's right. Ryan Hall did it to BJ Penn, but yeah, Eddie went on to fight campaign and I haven't heard it yet. I'm gonna listen to tomorrow at work. I'll listen to. Um, and Eddie's like, yeah, they told me to go talk to him, and I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, I'm not a striking coach. One of the striking coach talked to him. He's getting fucked up on the Eddie, feet. Eddie Bravo was literally like he was using every, and I like Eddie. Yeah, terrible corner extra. Yeah, terrible corny. Terrible. He, he said, literally, he said, my car got broken into the week before and I didn't have my glasses. That was his excuse? <laughs> he was like, yeah, he said, I couldn't see. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, how fucking blind are you? I, Why can't you just go get a pair of glasses? Get, get some readers at the fucking Walgreens. Oh, the right area. Go, go to the fucking optometrist and get that shit figured out, dude. Yeah, dude. right. That, you I get glasses tomorrow if what's you need What's funny them. is I've never... a event of a yeah. fucking UFC interview and you're <laughs> saying, like, I, can't, I don't have my glasses. I don't have like, my glasses. Not to mention, glasses. I've never seen him wear glasses on Joe Rogan. Right. I've never seen him wear them. Like, where are they at? And he forgot his contacts, too. That's what it was. He yeah. forgot the contacts. I thought he was op- a little honest. I mean, obviously, he didn't want to be open and honest. He didn't want to come out and say, because I only saw the YouTube clip. He didn't want to come mm. out and say, like, you know, Tony fucked up. Like, we suck. Tony's washed. 
He just said it was the corner was a little misorganized. And that was another thing walking out that I said to my buddy. I'm like, come to think of it, I don't know anybody that trains with Tony. I don't know his fucking coaches. He comes from a small camp in California, trains with Eddie. That's the only thing I know. He goes to 10th Planet. But, like, who is he sparring? You know, he's sparring tires and he's kicking metal. Like he I doesn't he, spar. Well, right, That's he doesn't the thing. spar. But he like, doesn't who, spar. Who, who's he? Fuck. Like I don't know any of his trainers. It was really weird no, considering like how high up he's made it. And I'm like, I mean, I know small camps like you can get by in small camps, but I'm like, come to think of it, I don't know anything or anything about this guy's training camp besides Eddie Bravo. Eddie was saying on the podcast too how uh, Tony, you know, he's just a weird guy, and like even when you're cornering him, he, he's kind of like a guy you don't really have to corner because he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like um, who was Over. that? Boz Rutten was like that. Boz Rutten's last fight, he had Kevin James, he had two other actors in his corner, and he told him beforehand, "Don't say anything to me. I know what I'm doing. Just shut the fuck up. You're here. <laughs> you're here to be in the corner. And if you look at the fight, you hear Kevin James, who's all excited, like, oh, throw a leg kick. And Boz looks at him and was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I got it. <laughs> like, it's really funny. This is like a million years ago, but it was really funny. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because Boz is like, I don't want people telling me what to do. I, I fucking know everything. I don't need to. But so he's just like, let's put Kevin James in my corner or whatever. All right, so we, we covered the main event on 249. I thought Gaethje looked really good. Um, what do you guys give Justin's chances Percentage-wise against Khabib. You give me yours, a I'll give you mine. A lot better than Tony. A lot better yeah, than Tony. 50%. You're giving him 50? I think it's a lot better than Tony. Give me a percentage, Deb. Um, 40%. Forty I'm going to go 30. really good. Yeah. Tim's at 50. I'm at 30 or 40. So we're literally covering the board here. Um, I've never seen Justin off his back. Have you guys ever really seen him wrestle, wrestle? Because we know he has it. About how good he is, but I've never actually seen it. Right. He, we we never seen it. Like I've seen a couple people go for takedowns and he stuffed them, but those couple people aren't Khabib. Khabib's gonna be fucking glued to you. And um, I, you know, and he's talked about how he doesn't like to wrestle because it gets him tired and stuff. And he did that his whole life. It's like kind of the Yoel Romero thing. Like I've already did yeah. that my whole life. Let me fucking let me lose these hands. Mm-hmm. Um, He's explosive. He's fast. I've seen his sprawl. His sprawl looks pretty good uh, back in the World Series of Fighting Days. But I don't know if I've ever seen him like wrestle, wrestle. That's what that kind of concerns me a little bit. Even a sprawl, you could be the, you could have the fastest sprawl, but against someone like Khabib, he does a lot of single legs and he does a lot of trip ups. He'll pressure you against the cage. You can't sprawl when your back's yeah. against the cage. Right. He does a lot. Um. You know, he'll do like he'll he'll tie your wrist up, then he'll tie your legs up. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's actually probably like 25 or 30 percent now that I'm really thinking of it. Um, I want it to be more because, you know, I think it's I think Gaethje is the toughest person at 155. And I think he's the hardest hitter at 155. Yeah. Um, I think he can hurt Khabib in an exchange and every round starts on the feet. But I also like Connor's a really dangerous striker. And so is Dustin Poirier. And look what he did to both of them. Um, Hey, Hey, Connor did all right. (laughs) <laughs> you know uh he, you want to speaking of connor here's another hot take since khabib's dad that fucking terrorist is dying uh connor's gonna get that fight with gaethje for the title yeah yeah i, I know i don't think khabib's gonna come back by by september even if his dad recovers nope. he still be like this coronavirus sits still around it's it's fucking my dad up even if he's recovered, he's like, I- I'm not coming back for a while. He has all the money in the world. He might retire. They're gonna give oh, Connor. Yeah, retire. they're gonna give Connor fucking Justin and I think July. So. That's gonna be a fucking I banger. I think that. I think, I think that those that fight's got a lot closer odds than yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, oh, 
Because yeah, no doubt, Justin Crack, Connor's chin isn't That's granite. I mean, listen, Nate hurt him. Fucking Floyd Mayweather hurt him. I know that was boxing. Khabib dropped Khabib him. Khabib hurt him. Um, Justin hit. He took hard. a lot of punishment. Justin hit. Connor hard. took a lot. Yeah. Connor though still has that fucking left hand, and his timing's good. And Justin could be hit. I mean, Tony dropped him with that uppercut that came from his asshole. That was perfect. You know I mean? yeah. <laughs> that was a perfectly timed uppercut. It was, but it that was, it, it was it the best strike I've ever seen Tony throw. Came from down here, and he's like, yeah, and it's just. <laughs> Fucking dropped him. Um, Justin, yeah. does he have does he have a long reach? Uh, it looks to me no. like he has T Rex arms. It's not. I don't know off the top of my head. I know it's very average. Like okay. He's kind of small. Like he's kind of small for fifty five. So he gets in close, but I, I, don't, I think he has short arms. Yeah, he's kind of small for fifty five. He could he could make uh, he could make forty five really wanted to. I'm glad he doesn't do that weight cut because you know whatever. But he wrestled at like one forty four, one forty three in college. Mm. Um, I hope I, him and Connor would be great in July. That would add so much revenue for the company. And I think they'll probably do fans. Um, you know, Dana said something about how he doesn't want to give up a Connor gate. I bet they'll do like 30% fans or something for that fight. Cause they, they only make, <clears throat> I just, they just did the, uh, one of these, uh, big J journalist media members did a deep dive on UFC's finances. Their revenue stream is only 12% live gate. The rest is TV deals and ad deals. So oh, they're yeah, not sure. they're not really hurting that much without having a crowd there. Um, well, but for, just fucking bump up ticket prices and and then make what they usually make on hundred percent. You put on a Connor Gaethje fight in Vegas, anywhere, anywhere, Arizona. I don't fu- fucking care. You could charge a thousand bucks a ticket. People are going easily. A or buddy, just make the pay per view ten dollars more. Right? Yeah, the pay per view is going to be like eighty bucks, and the people that are because the t- tickets are going to be limited. They're going to be like a thousand bucks. My buddy who's obsessed with the Cincinnati Reds, loves him, has season tickets, everything like that. He's, he's, I mean, he's dying right now. He's so depressed. That's not happening. And uh, the, the proposal for the MLB is everyone in the Central is going to play in Texas. Everybody in the West Coast is going to play in Arizona. And everyone on the East Coast is going to play in, in Florida. They're going to do mm-hmm. a shortened season, right? They're all going to play in the state, same stadium. My buddy legitimately is like, I'm going to move to Texas for like six months. <laughs> to watch the Reds. Like, that's how crazy he is. There's yeah. crazy people that have money that will fucking pay a thousand bucks to go see Connor plus flight plus whatever. That's crazy. I mean, that, and that's also a story too. Like, oh, I saw Connor and Gaethje with during the fucking pandemic. I wasn't afraid. But I think that's what's going to happen. Only, for that. Yeah. And you only offer like floor seats and box seats. Like, you yeah. only offer the prime seating. You don't do any of the bullshit sections. You do boxes and they do all the prime fucking seating. Yep. You charge top dollar. Like, they can make some bread off that. Do it in Vegas. Do it in Vegas. I mean, yeah, that's the only way I think it could work. Apparently, the NBA is going to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mark Cuban was on a podcast. He said they're going to rent out like a resort, and all the NBA teams are going to live there, and they're going to do 30 games. And then if you get eliminated, you're not in the playoff hunt. Like, you know, obviously, previous records per standing, you get sent home, and then everybody, everybody in the playoff hunt, stays and then you get eliminated you leave the hotel but you you get in you get tested you get quarantined you stay there for however many weeks that's not a bad idea no i don't think so at all because that's going to create a lot of saying like you know just do the prime seating for ufc but like no dude just just do seating everywhere just you know three seats apart from each person a row apart yeah yeah i mean like there's that's plenty of money there's like 15 seats a row right there's usually one to 15 or maybe even bigger arenas are smaller they're all different sell six have three and then have three seats or four seats in between the the groups and then have a row in between like you could sell 
if you do that, you could probably pack 40% in that arena. Because then you got floor seats, which they add. Then you got the boxes, mm-hmm. all that. They make a killing. Uh, Kevin yeah. Ioli, <clears throat> that fucking ant eater dinosaur who writes for Yahoo, he put a poll, poll up and he's like, uh, who, who's willing to go to a sporting event? Uh, I will now. I will in six months. I will never. And everyone put I will now. Like not everyone, but it was like 79% of people. Like, oh, I'm sure. No one wants to be told what to do and no one wants to be afraid. Obviously, this is a serious situation. But also, it's like, if I got free tickets in the mail to go to the UFC, I'm going to fucking go. No I'm not going to yeah. go grab some guy's dick and, like, get germs all over me. I'm going to social distance. But, like, you know, I don't wear a mask at work. I'm delivering to different fucking places every day. I don't, they don't make me wear a mask. Although I'm I not to get political, but they, they say, they said, let's flatten the curve. We flattened the curve. I love this. Dave Portnoy went in. Did you exactly. see that? Yeah, dude. He like, went in. Oh such a good point like dude they said flatten the curve we flatten the curve now let's get back to fucking life exactly. like, it, it, flat, it was flatten the curve everyone stay home flatten the curve now it's find the cure when the fuck did that yeah. happen right yeah I love I mean listen if you're in New York City you're kind of fucked because it's just such a I mean everyone's on top of each other there mm-hmm. so you're kind of in a rough place but not every state not every city is New York so um, but you got a guy like Gavin Newsom who's a hardcore he he it, he wants it his way and he came out today and backtracked so that's i think a good sign for yeah sports coming back and 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 uh it's a little bit of normalcy which i think everyone wants all right so ufc 249 we're almost at an hour so let's go henry Cejudo. we touched on him a little earlier did you like the stoppage fuck no no i mean you don't like it cuz you don't like henry <laughs> if, if that if if Cruz did that to Henry, yeah. I would say the same thing. Absolutely, bro. Like one, like we've got to use some like context in, in the situation. Like, bro, there's like three seconds left, and I still I need to go back and watch that shit because that clock went away. Usually the clock goes away with ten seconds left, and then you hear the mm-hmm. the the knock, mm-hmm. and I think that's five seconds, and. You know, it was it was very close to between when he stopped it and to when the the round was over, but um, you know, Dominic came out and I don't I don't agree with the shit he said about um Keith, but yeah, you know, Keith he said I was trying to get up, like he was trying to advance his position, he was yeah. trying to get up. If he was if he was going like, I didn't agree with it at all, man. Four fifty eight, two seconds left in the round, they stopped it. So there's two seconds left. Um, like come on, man. I don't think it's the, the worst way. stoppage I've ever seen. I kind of understand it. At real time, I jumped up and said, that's bullshit. Like, what are you doing? Because this is a guy, Dom Cruz, veteran. I know he was hurt, but he was kind of moving a little bit. It wasn't like he was laying there stiff like Dillashaw was. He definitely Mm -hmm. got rocked, right? And I don't know if the fight would have changed at all. I mean, Henry could have came out and knocked him out in that that third round. Who knows? But uh, I thought it was a little weak at the point, right in in the beginning. But anytime you slow anything down and you watch these punches, it's going to look bad no matter what. The ref can't see the slow-mo. He only sees the real time. So real time, I thought it might have been a little little, little quick. Um, so, But I don't like how Dom handled it. I thought Dom acted like a little bitch, said that stuff about Keith. You smell like cigarettes and alcohol? Well, yeah, the guy, <laughs> fucking, the guy fucking parties, man. Get off his ass, okay? The guy lives his life. Unlike you, you square. When, yeah, it, comes right. to the, when it comes to the stoppage... Like when it comes to the stoppages, though, the ref doesn't watch the clock. Right. The ref's not. The ref can't watch the clock. The ref is is only there for the fight. So whether it's one second left or one second in, the ref the ref stops him whenever he feels it's right. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> no, that's the truth. That's what it is. 
the ref the ref doesn't watch the clock. The ref cannot the ref can't say, okay, well there's 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 four seconds left, four, three, and how two, but, step in between them. But I will say the, buzzer. The, the reason they make that clap is for the ref. If you ever watch the fights, when they make the clap at 10 seconds. So he can position himself correctly the ref, to stop the, the fight. The ref points to the guy like, I hear you. I got you. Because sometimes those buzzers, if a crowd's going crazy, obviously there's no crowd. You can't hear those buzzers in the arena. Like I know during Adesanya Gaslam, I couldn't hear the buzzers in the crowd. When when the rounds mm-hmm. would end, I'd go, did they fucking just stop the fight? Like I, I, was, I was so irate because you can't hear the buzzers. So right. I get it. The, the, the refs shouldn't. They're only there to protect a fighter. I get that. I understand that argument that Devin's making. But you got to add. I mean, it's a situation. It was a little it's a title early, fight. Though. You know, it's just. I just. I think Dom, it, it, if he didn't come out and say what he said, I think more people would be on his side. But now people sure. are making. Like all Saturday night, Twitter was like, oh, I, all these judges smell like cigarettes and alcohol. What are they thinking? Like now it's become like a fucking joke. So, I mean, if he just kept his mouth shut and handled a little bit more class, I think uh, more people would have been on his side. But, yeah. But what do you think about his retirement? Is he staying retired? I mean, the, I, the answer is no. But what do you guys think? Yeah. What the fuck else is he going to do? Yeah. He wants, you know, this is the first time this guy's had a girlfriend, so he retires from fucking fighting. Like, what a fucking virgin. Pussy's power. Yeah, man. Dude, I can't believe – he. you know, and, like, that girl probably doesn't even like him too much. Like, you don't see – I don't know, bro. I don't know. She's cute. I saw him on. I saw him on. uh, Was it Instagram? I mean, she's not bad looking. I know he took a shot at uh, one of the WWE girls. Yeah, one of the Bella girls. He took a shot at her. (laughs) Ariel tried to set that up a few months ago, and like, I don't know if it happened or what. Now she's like pregnant with some other dude's dude or some other guy. So it's like Henry (laughs) fucking blew that man. All right, so we got to get the Francis Ngannou. This guy is terrifying. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is, but like, oh, say it. And it's going to be a crazy tip. I mean, he's terrifying, but like, he's not good. I think a skilled fighter is looking his chops at that. I like think he, I John Stepe. Like, they're. I like, think I'm not impressed. I think John beats him because I think John's elite, elite. I think he yeah. beats DC. And I think he beats Stepe. I just said. Yeah. I Me too, for sure. I, I think he has on. the same exact. I think every single one of those fights, regardless of skill set, is exactly 50 50 because it's either Nganu's power, where he, you know, it's like a nuclear warhead, or he gets completely out, he gets completely outclassed in a technical fight. I think all three of those guys have the, enough technical prowess to, to you know, beat Nganu. We already see Stipe do it once. And, and Stipe actually traded with him, like slipping punches, and mm-hmm. like, he, he was willing to trade with him. Um, I think like a good pocket boxer, like a dude, I, I, I'm going to say Mike Tyson, but a, a, someone that has that could cut angles. Like if there was a heavyweight Dominic Reyes that could just cut those well, angles. Sure. Well, Dominic Reyes yeah. could go to heavyweights. He's too little, little scared little bitch, though. Yeah. Scared little bitch. I, I, I think that I think a dude with that with the with the type of um, pocket boxing that Dominic has that could cut an angle and stuff like that could could possess well, a lot fucking of fucking DC's um, got some good pocket boxing. Yeah, no doubt. He does. That against John Tyson E. Yeah, he. Too. I mean, he hit. He hit fucking John a lot with those uppercuts. I don't think DC's gonna fuck with that at all. DC's gonna go out there. and He's gonna fucking take a single, take you down. He said the right thing. Yeah, Francis, you <laughs> yeah. better you better fucking work on your takedown offense because it was non-existent when you fought Stipe, and DC's a hell of a lot better wrestler than Stipe, and he's better on top too. Um, I, I'm interested I in that fight. I'm really fight. interested in that fight. I think that's good. I think that fight will happen before DC Stipe, even though Stipe did just come out saying he's working on. A training facility with UFC or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know. What to say. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know why he would be busier as a fireman. 
now paramedic he's a paramedic but like you're the you the ufc heavyweight champion bro right. you're, you're you fight for fucking million dollar paychecks yeah. good bullshitting like you're holding yeah. up a multi multi-million dollar organization you're holding up the whole entire heavyweight division like relinquish or let them fight right. for a vacant I, I respect it like if he came out and said i can't fight because my eyes fucked up cool but yeah, that's what i said yeah you, yeah you did say that and then but it's like he released these pictures of him playing with his daughter which is cute and everything but it's like yeah but you're not doing fireman work right now like what do you like are you wrestling cats out of a tree? There's no, I mean, if there's a fire, cool, but fire doesn't cause coronavirus. I don't understand like what, like what that means. Like why he, is there fires and yeah, you're not a doctor, bro. Yeah. You're not fine. Right. Like, shit. Like, yeah. like for every, like for the one, if he disappears, five paramedics can fucking take his place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have a, I have a lot of respect for nurses and doctors. Cause I've been, when I've been in the hospital, they've, they've been cool. I've only won the road in a, ambulance once when i had my seizure and the paramedics were assholes so fuck them i i it's not like i don't have respect for them they're all firemen they all got to be paramedics i have a buddy he's a fireman he's a fucking goof so uh i mean it is what it is i mean they're not he doesn't work in new york you know he didn't he's not running the twin towers or anything but you know that's an unpopular take people are gonna be upset about it i don't give a shit just you're heavy you're heavyweight champion get get in the fucking Dude, I, I I think more people probably think like I mean, especially in the MMA community, we're a bunch of fucking savages. Yeah. Like, bro, defender vacate. Right. And like, okay, you're a part time fireman. Don't give a fuck. Defender vacate. I think Stepe fucking doc. Defender right. vacate. I think Stepe wants to fight DC because I think that he, I don't think he wants to fight Francis. I think if Stepe beats DC or loses whatever, I think he's done. I think he'll retire. Right. I agree. And then I think yes. it'll be the Francis show because DC says he's one and done too. Um, so I think that's why he came back out, Stipe, and tweeted like, oh, I'm working on a gym right now, locations with the UFC, blah, 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 blah. Because uh, I don't think he wants to fuck with Francis. I don't in one do year, what's going to happen, though? Because DC's not going to – in 365 days, DC's going to retire. He's going to get a fight whether he, he fights he, – even if he fights fucking Andre Arlovsky, he's going to retire. Like, DC's going to retire. I think is going to – I mean, the way that he's acting now, he doesn't seem like he wants to fucking fight. He doesn't. Well, and Stipe fought everybody. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do? Yeah, he always, like, he's always like, I got five belts at home. I'm not worried about you. But oh, keep those five belts at home. Stay at home. I don't care. Yeah. You're not a draw anyway. No one can understand what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, that's how he fucking talks. It's male Amanda Nunez. Yeah, right. All right, so two more things because we're over an hour here. But let's let we have to talk about these two fighters, in my opinion. Um, so we'll go Calvin Cater first. I mean, that knockout was a fucking thing of beauty. I haven't seen that clean of boxing on the inside, inside the pocket like that in a long time. He was, I mean, because Stevens came out aggressive and was yeah. throwing big shots. And, Ste- and Stevens has got good boxing, but they're a little loopy. Calvin stayed tight and was just just perfect boxing. And then the knockout with the elbow was flawless. I mean, this kid is the real deal at 45. I mean, Stevens doesn't get knocked out much. If it is, it's to the body. I mean, I can only think of one person that's knocked him out to the head, and that was uh, Yves Edwards years ago. Usually, if he gets hurt, it's to the body. Yves Evers knocked him out, like slept him years ago mm. with like a counter left yeah. hook. And I think that was the first time he's ever been knocked out. But other times he's been like TKO'd and stuff for the body yeah, shot or, or the body. ground and pound. But like chin's always held up. But yeah, Calvin Cater's a different. I mean, he's lost a lot of fucking fights. I have a hard time oh, believing he hasn't been slept before. But I mean, he's that Stevens? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he literally. He hasn't ever, he's never been like put out like concussed where right. they got to fucking wake him up, you know? Yeah. The and he only, was he was that. The only one was Eve Edwards, man. Yeah. So back in 2012, Eve Edwards knocked him out with punches and elbows. 
Decision, decision, loss, decision, loss, decision, loss, decision, loss. Josie yeah. Aldo, body punch ground to the body. To the body. Yeah. Zabit, decision loss. Yair, decision loss. And then Kevin Cater, elbows and punches to the ground. Like the dudes had a, a good chin um, for being a wild fucking fighter. And Calvin just yeah. is so clean with his boxing. He really impressed me. I think that sky's the limit at 145 for him. Um, again, I've, I've said it to the to my face is fucking blue, but he'll beat Zabib. Zabib's three and Calvin's seven. I think that's an injustice. Why the fuck is Frankie Edgar above Calvin Cater? Dude, the featherweight division, I meant to say this earlier to you guys, that shit is fucking stalling. Like, I haven't seen Ortega fighting God knows how long. Right. Um, Like, 100%. Yair Rodriguez, I know him and Stevens, they fought like twice in like fucking eight months. That that took forever, and and it was just a non productive fight. I mean, Um, Josh Emmett hasn't fought in fucking forever. He's at nine. Yeah, like none of these like, guys fight. All those dudes are stalling, and they're just dragging their feet. And there's there's great talent there. Yeah, I think Calvin Cater's got the talent. I think Calvin Cater's number one problem is that he he's got he's got the power and the technical skill to just come out of the gates and fucking step on the gas. Yeah, and I think that he I think he's susceptible to leg kicks. I think it, I think because he's, he's a boxer, he's never going to be a great leg kicker. He's never going to be great at checking leg kicks. You could, he's he's going to box. That's his thing. I think his coaches needed to get him to come out of the gate hard and fast because he's so technical. I think he can just just you know with his with his hands just jam anyone that's going to try to leg kick him. And I think he could really put people out there like that. Zabit fight, he he was like gun shy and. He he like waited he like waited yeah. waited waited and then the third round he started to turn yeah. on. He gave Zabib too much respect because Zabib's like got those yeah. crazy strikes. It's like no, bro, be confident. He doesn't go have out there. Power. No, he doesn't have nothing. No power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I fight, don't like Zabib. Like fight the way that Jeremy Stevens fight, but use your technical prowess yeah. and use your fucking power and yeah. your straight punches, and you will go in there and fucking put like him against Brian Ortega. I think he fucking pieces up Brian Ortega yeah. bad. Yeah. Brian Ortega have to get it to the ground. I can't. Speaking of this, it's really bumming me out that Frank Yeager's number six. When's the last time he even won a fucking fight? I thought he was going to uh, thirty five. I gotta look it up now, but because he just he, he got TKO'd he against Korean Zombie. His last fight, I'm pretty sure, was Korean Zombie, and he got TKO'd. And then Max before Holloway. the Manhattan fight, and then before that Holloway, Holloway and, and then he got knocked out by Brian Ortega. I know after he got knocked out by Cub Swanson. Yeah, Cub Swanson was his last win. And Cub Swanson is not even in the top Unranked. 15. Yeah. And you're fucking sitting at six because you have that, that name. name. Dude. Fuck off. All right. It's so, name. Name, man. yeah, well, we could do a whole podcast on how shitty these rankings are. But we got the last guy I want to talk about. And we maybe should have talked about him first. But Bryce Mitchell, Arkansas Strong. The guy's oh. getting his camo shorts, boys. Dude. Dude. What? Most impressive performance out of all the cards, out of all the fights. Three, ten, eight rounds. Most dominant performance. Let me ask you a question. Okay, here's a take. Here's a take for you. Nate Landweir, Nate the Train beats Bryce Mitchell at 145. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? No? You guys in Nate the Train, Anders? I didn't get to see Nate uh, grapple at all. Right. That's all fuck Bryce Mitchell does. So. Nate Devin's going to throw up I think up Bryce Mitchell's too dominant. Too dominant? That'd be good. That'd be dominant. good. That'd be well. I don't think Nate's earned it at this point. I mean, I don't think Bryce is no, ranked. No, definitely. Bryce not. isn't ranked, but he's super popular, right? So he, I don't think he deserves that fight. But I think that's an interesting Bryce fight. Bryce will be ranked after this, I bet. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Charles Rosa. Yeah. 
Dude, but 145 is fucking stacked, dude. Stacked. Dan Ige's at 15. Sadiq, Ryan Hall, Damn. Arnold Allen, Jose Aldo, Shane Burgos. I Ooh, mean, Ryan Hall, Bryce Mitchell would be good. That's what I've been saying. Devin's yeah. called it. Devin called that on the fight night. I For some reason, I thought Bryce Mitchell was 135. I was way wrong. I don't Josh, know. Josh, why are you ranked ninth? He, he beat Michael Johnson like fucking two yeah, years ago. Coached him, but I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah, I, I think, th- why did I think Bryce Mitchell was 135? I'm I'm so mad. I was tiny. I was so crony. wrong at that. Yeah, he he doesn't have a, the best body. He's got fucking very quiet strength to be yeah. able to hold on. Oh, yeah, like, his, his cardio's a freak. That was crazy. He's got that country like, strength. He's got that Justin Bieber hair. He's got a hot chick. He's all tatted up. I mean, the guy's living all right. The guy dude, almost had, lost his dick. He had to have a side bet that he would finish that fight with a twister because he, he fucking tried it. 10 different times. And it what's got so impressive about point. that is he's never trained with Eddie Bravo. He learned it on YouTube. Like Dude, I, I learned how to, I like learn how so to good. tie a tie on YouTube. I still can't fucking do it. This guy's learning <laughs> twisters. <laughs> he's so, he's so good. And to train from and to come out of that little camp, like they fight on fucking plywood, dude. Yeah. Like they, they, their camp is dirt. Like Rolando, they, they, Rolando Delgado is his head coach who fought in the Ultimate Fighter years ago. Thought, <laughs> thought he fought in the UFC as well, maybe once or twice. Stunk. That's his head coach. And then some country dude. guy who owns like a barn is like his strength and conditioning coach. But it fucking works, dude. He's it's dude. it's working. They got two guys in the UFC. They got him and TJ Brown. Even though TJ Brown lost his uh, UFC debut it's working it's working there all right boys uh this was fun it's late here i gotta get to sleep i got a 5 a.m wake up call we're at hour 12 we'll do this next week we'll do this next week again we'll recap the recap and then we'll have fights on saturday um i believe the 30th next week right yeah, yeah the 30th is tyron woodley gilbert burns right now Ooh. so we'll do those fights so i appreciate you boys coming uh 250 is the sixth I, June, okay. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure March or May 30th is Tyron yeah, like, Burns right. fight night on ESPN or whatever. At the they're okay. trying to do it at the Apex. Right, that boys. only has four fights oh, on it right now too, so they got to add more to that. So we'll see what happens. We'll have a lot. I'm assuming we'll have a lot to talk about next week because they're going to be adding fights. They'll have to, or yeah. they're going to have to cancel. So have to. All right, boys. Let's get our camo shorts. Get our camo shorts. Camo shorts. I'll see you, <laughs> right, boys. Fellas. It was fun. All right, boys. Yeah. Later, guys. Escort this gentleman to the door. Come on. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.